Ben. Shin. Standing by. Complete. Greetings, heroes of the internet. I'm Travis. And I'm Nathan. And we are the Henshin Men, a podcast that celebrates Japanese superheroes and their high-flying and high-kicking adventures. In this installment, we will be discussing Kamen Rider episodes 42 and 43. The Demonic Assassin, the Eerie Flyman, Akama no Shisha Kaiki Hei Otoko. Shocker captures a cold-hearted hit-and-run driver and transforms him into a human fly. Now, thanks to a secret drug, Flyman turns Hayato's friends into mind-controlled assassins to kill him. Nathan... I command you to listen to me. Your mind is under my control. It's a bad day for the Jedi mind trick. Yeah, well, this this <laughs> isn't even going to be the, the only time that we deal with mind control. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, so much mind control because so much. I hinted at it in the last episode. This apparently is Doctor Shinigami's thing. He likes because they're taking they're they're taking yeah they're they're taking the vampire thing a step further. So he mesmerizes people and gets them to do things for him. And I'm like, where have you been this entire time? I think Shocker could have used you a few at a few other points over the last what are we up to forty two episodes. <laughs> ah <laughs> oh, dude dude oh <laughs> All, do we want to land on that a little bit because i i want to talk about the kaijin of the week <laughs> okay okay let's talk about the kaijin of the week uh, I, mean, I was going to talk about yeah. how this this episode opens with a kid getting hit by a car but sure let's let's well, talk yeah, about the kaijin. To the kaijin of the week <laughs> But uh, well, well, we can talk about the the hit and run with the child because that's how we get the origin of the kaijin of the week. And yes, good lord. Uh, but yeah, I just I just want to open up by saying, where's Vincent Price when you need him? The fly, <laughs> the fly. <laughs> I have to use the original because I can't talk about the Cronenberg version. We have to save that for Common Writer Shin Prologue. Right. That's, that's the Cronenberg common writer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, see, when I saw this monster, this kaijin, I immediately thought of Baxter Stockman. Oh, Baxter Stockman is another good one. Yeah. That is also he- a, also a very good one. There's also a a real life daredevil slash very obscure Marvel character named the Human Fly, and I only know that he exists. Thanks to my friend and fellow podcaster, Ben Avery, who runs a show called Comic Book Time Machine, where he was going through each issue of that comic. And it just sounds like that comic just gets more ridiculous as it goes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
So yes, Baxter Stockman, Vincent Price, the human fly. It's a thing. It's a fly guy. It's a fly guy. He's a pretty fly guy. He's pretty fly. Yes. For a fly guy. Yes. <laughs> yes. His origin might be the other than maybe the Vincent Price fly. This might be the darkest origin for a, for a human fly because it literally starts with road rage and jerks on the road and they hit one of Goro's friends. And when Hayato says, what are you doing? You hit a kid. It's like, we barely touched him. Yep. And then they just, and then they just drive off and then, and then they just drive off. And instead of just calling the cops and reporting a hit and run, no, no. Hayato says it's vigilante justice time. Like I fully expected him to be so pissed that he was going to hench it and beat these guys up. <laughs> yeah, okay, Taki works for the FBI, a law enforcement agency. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you and call yet, the police? <laughs> yes, and yet here's how you got to flying off half cocked and yeah, doing this. I, I did write in my notes when he, because he chases these guys down in his motorcycle, okay, and mm-hmm. gets gets them pulled over and proceeds to beat the crap out of them. One of them's wearing sunglasses, and I wrote, "You wouldn't hit a guy with sunglasses, right?" And to and, and to which Ka, Ta, Ataki, uh, excuse me, Hayato says yes and just punches the guy. Mm-hmm. But then the one guy, the last one, the guy who was I think it was the guy who was driving, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. When Hayato catches him, he gives him the worst excuses. I'm like, this is the best you could come up with to keep this guy who chased you down in on a motorcycle to save your hide. Just straight up nihilism. Japan's overpopulated. There needs to be a few less people in the world. As soon as he said that, and then Hayato just punched him straight in the nose, I said, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is the this is one of those times where I'm like, yeah, you can go all out. Just beat the crap out of this guy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But <laughs> while, like, while Hayato is chasing him down, we get uh, a, a, a shocker periscope popping up out of the ground watching the uh-huh. whole I- event unfold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we get this kind of interesting thing where the, the guy gets away from Hayato a bit, and then he comes to a inexplicable wall, and then the ground opens and he falls in because Dr. Shinigami sees him and is like, I must have him, and finds him. And then Hayato comes over after the, the door and the ground closes and he's just looking around. It's like, huh, inexplicable wall. Where'd that guy go? I don't suspect that this is actually a shocker base. I'm going to leave now. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering about, okay. Cause, cause they, cause uh, Dr. Shinigami had been watching this guy this whole time. And he had been kind of giving running commentary. Like, yes, yes. His cold heart will make a good, you know, Make He's a good cold kaijin. as ice. Oh wait, this isn't an ice-based uh, kaijin. 
Whoops. No, <laughs> but but like it just you know he's giving this running commentary and then he's like I want him and so then the they turn a, a switch and the ground opens up underneath the guy. I'm like, d- was he just happened to stand be standing on top of a trap or does that like hole just exist wherever you need it to exist? Like it just moves to whatever location you want it to be at. I guess. I mean, we've already made the the comparisons to Vincent Price and to Baxter Stockman and and all that. But you know who else Flyman reminded me of the more I saw him? He looks like Kick-Ass. <laughs> he does. The green suit. And yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Did Mark Miller see this, see this show? <laughs> He must have. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. I uh, and, we, and we and we and we have to talk. It's not quite bada 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 bada, but we have to <laughs> fly man. He buzzes. He buzzes. <laughs> Try to remember how exactly the sound went. Like like what like I wrote down fly man's noise. He buzzes in Japanese, I guess. <laughs> he buzzes in Japanese. <laughs> like the whole time. Like he occasionally talks, but the whole time is just. I'm like, oh my gosh, can you imagine being that, that, <laughs> that overdub actor who's just sitting there looking at all of these scenes of Flyman and just doing that the entire time <laughs> how much do you think that guy got paid <laughs> just sit there and just <laughs> just sit there and go <laughs> one thing i do want to say one thing i do like about Flyman is this is uh something that we haven't had a lot since the really the first 13 episodes we get an actual like full-on shocker surgery scene transforming yeah. this guy into a kaijin into a cyborg like that that was really cool we you know lately it's been just you know flip a switch or do something like that and then they transform into the kaijin but but we actually get a full-on uh shocker surgery scene mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the the other thing that we get with Flyman is the he this is a bit of a trend now in the show but we get the you know deadly spit and but now he do, they, it doesn't make people melt or dissolve or disappear or anything. Like, no, now they explode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let, let's, 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 we'll get to that in just a second. I want to put a pin on that because first, before we, we see that happen, we go back to Tachibana and, and Hayato and Team Rider going to a person's house who, it, you know, the person who lives there is the mother of of one of the guys who was in the in the car and so they're trying to confront <laughs> her and him about the hit oh, and run that yeah. happened earlier oh this and this mother bought extensive stock in a river in egypt <laughs> yes yeah yeah my son couldn't have done that he's he's over at a friend's house studying and uh and then we get 
so Flyman, the plan is to drop this these oh, okay. tablets of mind controlling <laughs> drug into the pot of coffee, and the way he does it is he has a little companion that he uses. It's a Pokemon. He has a little Pokemon that he just throws out and it carries the, the, the pills over to the pot of coffee and drops the pills in there. I also thought of it. It's like a, like Scorponox cyber bees from, from beast wars or it's, it's very similar to that. Very similar to that. Yeah. Or I also, I also wrote down that it's like the cyber fly from, from Godzilla the series except smaller yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my gosh <laughs> yeah and, and like, but, uh, okay like we like we hinted at at the beginning of this episode the plan is to mind control Hayato's friends to turn them against him because okay yes okay there's a couple things with this plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on one hand, I am not opposed to this. The funny thing is, is that a fly man actually brings up a very legitimate point because the, the way what they says, the drug interacts with the magic brain waves or something that <laughs> fly man, we got magic brain waves again. And, you know, so he, anyone who takes the drug who's near him will feed off of his seething hatred of Comet of Hayato and will want to murder him. Mm -hmm. Okay. He even brings up, why not put this in the Japanese water supply? Right. And. Dr. Shinigami just kind of brushes off, never says anything. And that I actually, but I wrote down in my notes, I think I just found a way to completely break this plan. Like I have found, I have found a, an unsolvable dilemma with this plan. Okay. What happens if you give Hayato the drug? He hates himself. <laughs> Is he going to try to commit suicide? Will he, he murder himself? He just he just commits seppuku right in right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Writer seppuku. Writer <laughs> seppuku. <laughs> yeah, like I said, that's either an unsolvable dilemma or you win instantly and all the fly man has to do is just get within six feet of him. It's like, it's like purple man, you know, yeah. in Marvel comics. Yeah. You know, it's, all he has to do is say, all he has to do is say, stab yourself. And it's, Oh, <laughs> why does this feel like that? That paradox of if Pinocchio says my nose will grow now. <laughs> it's like, it's a paradox. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so i'm just uh, you know so it's like i miss we're really coming down hard from the from the two-parter with hongo and dr shinigami gets introduced and now it's just like dude you have plot holes in your plans more than usual it's just uh, just saying <laughs> Yeah. 
<laughs> it's yeah. like Amamoto, you're cool and everything, but you're making your own plot holes. I'd yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a, uh, a running thing in this entire series that we've never pointed out and never given any attention to, but I really think now is the time to highlight probably the unsung hero of this entire franchise. Well, the entire series anyway, uh, uh, uh-huh. evil eyeshadow. <laughs> because how do you know that someone's being mind controlled or being affected by some evil influence? You put evil eyeshadow on them. They have been doing it ever since the first well, not the first episode, but the second episode, the 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 Batman episode. <laughs> Way back when they've been doing it, and we haven't mentioned it before, but now it's time to highlight the unsung hero of Common Rider, Evil Eyeshadow. <laughs> I've I started noticing that as we went along. Yeah. But like there's there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> We got those goth kid eyeshadow here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because how can you tell that Hayato's friends are being mind controlled? They have this dark purple eyeshadow around them and he doesn't notice yep. it for some reason. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's not because they stayed up all night. Nope. <sighs> yeah. And uh, we're back to children of the shockhorn because poor Goro gets some of the drug in his system <laughs> yeah now i i have to say goro, uh, so, i say it a lot goro is the best goro's friend was hit by a car and he goes to the hospital and he insists on staying at the hospital and sitting next to this kid's hospital bed the entire time he's there even though the doctors say oh he's fine he just got bruised and now he's gonna he's gonna go home after a couple of days but goro's like no i want to stay here i want to i want to sit next to him you know his bed and, and stay here with him and it's just like oh goro you're just you're the best he really is just the best <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh dude <laughs> uh and that but then we get to oh man there's so much at the end of this okay, episode now we've now said this before time, no, now is the time we need to talk about the exploding spit um yes. i don't want to go too deep into it because it is in my awards but i have to say uh so the maid of that house that the Hayato and, and Tachiban and all of them were in go like, she had just got done serving them the coffee. She was all friendly. It's like, Oh, you know, the lady of the house will be with you soon. She's just, you know, this nice friendly person seems very pleasant. She goes outside cause she hears a noise and says, is anybody there? And what happens to her? She gets sprayed with explosive spit and blows up. <laughs> That upset me. That actually. poor maid copped it bad. <laughs> yeah. That, like I said, that upset me. That upset me a lot. This episode is mean spirited. There's a, like, it starts with a child being hit by a car and has a woman just being murdered for no yeah. reason. Yeah. yeah. It, it, 
And then the guy who did it just says, Japan's overpopulated. We need fewer people on the planet anyway. <laughs> this episode is... And then the maid just is just arbitrarily murdered. And... <laughs> <laughs> which which episode is more like ridiculous is it this one or the one where shocker was taking puppies and draining their blood i don't know i is just <laughs> this might be the more mean-spirited out of the two which i know sounds weird when we're talking about shocker draining puppy uh, draining blood from puppies but it's just I guess it's because it's aimed at actual people and it just sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause and then we get to the end of this episode and the mean spiritedness continues mm -hmm. because Hayato and Taki are literally beating up women, children, and old men. Yeah. <laughs> they're friends. <laughs> this would never, they're friends. This would never fly. Now you could never get away with this. <laughs> You just it is it's wow this wow because like because it's the goro the writer girls tachibana they're all trying to murder hayato and tim and taki are fighting them and shocker goons mm -hmm. as the climax of the episode yep and then they have to basically incapacitate all of them and so he can henshin and fight flyman yep Oh, oh. That's the finale. It is. And the way that he defeats. Is it in the awards? Did you put this in your awards? The way that he defeats. Uh, I'm going to double check. Oh, I did. I'm going to double check. I put it in there. Yes, That's right. I did. Oh, it's the yeah, same you one. Did. It's yeah. the same one. We have the same one. Okay. He, he defeats. So uh, we'll talk Man about that at the end. Really, in a really cool way. So we'll talk about that in the awards. He does. Yeah, well, and then I just have to say that this episode ends. <laughs> Everyone just wakes up and is like, oh, they went back to normal. And I just a good thing no one remembers the beating they just got. Right? <laughs> Everybody's like, what are we doing also, here? <laughs> yeah, why do why does my face hurt? Yeah, why do I have a black eye now? <laughs> I go, well, how did I lose a tooth? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and then well, the other thing that was, that's equally as astonishing is no one notices that Common Rider is standing right there. <laughs> he just slips away while they're all talking. It's not like he was hiding already. He was standing there while, with everybody else and he just slips away and everyone talk, it just acts like he's invisible. <laughs> yeah. But, but Common Rider right there. <laughs> I also want to know what what was that? Like, for whose benefit was that to sneak away? Because, like, mo all the writer team know who you are. So it's only the, like, the kid who was hit by the car. Because that was one of the things. Like, because Hayato is, oh, we didn't even talk about this. Hayato is talking to Taki on the phone at the Tachibana Racing Club. And Goro and Emmy, which who is uh was a carryover from the Hongo episodes that we had recently. She she's stayed around. She's the new writer girl. And they're brainwashed. They're in the room. He doesn't realize that he's talking to Taki on the phone. And then the kid from the hospital actually ran out of the hospital, ran all the way to the Tachibana 
racing club to warn Hayato right as he, they go to stab him. And it's just like this really tense, epic moment. But yeah, the kid actually che- basically checked himself out of the hospital. He, he snuck away from the hospital. So now he's there at the end where the final fight took place. It's Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this, this is yeah this was a weird and crazy episode and uh and um and like you said a mean one this is a, a mean, mean one episode. very mean episode but like i said i i do like yeah goro had some really nice uh tender moments I'll, I'll say some tender moments from goro because you know he's usually the the scamp and and i like him as the little scamp but to get that moment of, you know, he was responsible. He was the responsible one who was supposed to be teaching the kids how to uh, to look both ways before cross- crossing the street. So when one of the kids gets hurt, he feels like it's his fault and, you know, it's his friend. And so he's going to sit there and take care of him and, you know, look after him and everything. It just it was a really nice tender moments. Mm-hmm. 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 I'll agree with you there. But just, yeah, the, this whole thing, it's just nuts. Yeah. But you want some more nuts, people? <laughs> Transition. The Monster Bird Pranadon attacks Kai Chojin Pranadon no Shugeki. With a rocket scientist returning to Japan, Shocker's latest Kaijin Pranadon mind controls writer girl Emmy with an ear implant to get her to frame Hayato for the assassination. Now, Kamen Rider fights to free Emmy and protect the scientist and his son. Nathan, I am going to control your mind once again to fix me another sandwich. It's still a bad day for the Jedi mind trick. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll try again next week. <laughs> Uh, next week? Oh man, yeah, I guess it's just yeah, it's not stopping. It's, just, it's oh, not stopping. It's not stopping. Uh, spoiler crazy. alert for next week's episode of Henshin Men: More mind control. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! Uh, except, except now we have a di- uh, is this our first dinosaur kaiju? No, because we have Pyrosaurus. Right. But uh, <laughs> so we have another dinosaur. We have another dinosaur. Kaijin, yes. Pranadon, uh, who also, if does he also, ha- yes, he also has magic radio wave mind control. It's just like, it's, yes, it's the same freaking plot. It is. In fact, I feel so, I feel so sorry for Emmy. The, she's our new writer girl. And this is what the second or third episode in a row where she gets mind controlled by the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I quit the Tachibana Racing Club at this point. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. It's, but I will say, I think the reason why they keep having her get mind controlled uh, more than the other members is she does a really good job with crazy eyes. Like that actress does good crazy. She eyes. does. <laughs> There's someone else who has good crazy eyes in the next episode, or is it this one? Is it this one or the? Th- no, it's the next one. Next week, more crazy eyes. <laughs> we're recording these in batch, uh, in crazy. a big batch and so they they everything's yes. getting confusing <laughs> um the name of this monster just a tiny bit uh, the name of this monster is planodon 
or as I like to call him, Fodan. Fodan! You've heard of Notzilla? This is Fodan. Yep. Uh, before we started recording, we were coming up with, <laughs> with other parody pastiche versions of other famous Toho kaiju. <laughs> Right, like Makra. <laughs> Using uh, that kind of a naming convention. Yeah, Makra. Uh, our, the best one we had was King Sudora. Yeah, King <laughs> Sudora. <laughs> you know, actually, I just thought of one, another one. It's a King Wrong. <laughs> oh, King Wrong. Oh, not Zilla versus Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> King Wrong versus Notzilla. <laughs> uh, we need to get a hold of those of the guys who made Notzilla and tell them we've got a whole monster verse for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We here's here have the sequels. In fact, we'll write the scripts for you if you want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would totally do that. I would totally write a sequel to Notzilla called Fodan or or King Wrong. I would totally do it. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Common writer, uh, yeah. Fodan. Let's so, you know what. Let's just call him Fodan. I, Fodan. <laughs> That's how I have him. I have it written down as Fodan. I don't even. I'm not even remembering yeah, what he's actually called. <laughs> yeah, Fodan. So uh, this episode starts with, as I put it in my notes, most conspicuous secret entrance ever. <laughs> it's just a, a hole in the ground. <laughs> that is literally found because Goro, that little scamp, decided to litter because the writer team is going on another vacation. They're bringing that back now. They haven't been on vacation in a while after they were on vacation for like five episodes in a row. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's now, now okay. on vacation again. Hold on. Goro is littering. Isn't he the one <laughs> that like threatened to sue Taki just a few episodes back <laughs> for littering? Quoting one of the amendments in the Japanese constitution? Yes. <laughs> proving why he was kidnapped. Yeah, proving why he was kidnapped by Shocker to become one of the children of the Shockhorn because they had to have brilliant children. I, continuity much? This <laughs> <laughs> really, really no continuity. <laughs> I was just wow and then he gets I you know what if I was Emmy I would be ticked at that kid cuz like I was chasing after your trash and look what happened to me <laughs> Yep I hate you <laughs> <laughs> Oh man Now I I do like that in this episode so so we find out what Shocker's plan is. Shocker, well, actually, I think we find out over time. We're not like really. We we do the first the first part of Shocker's plan is remembering that Hayato is a photographer, and they relearn that exactly. at the same time as the show. Exactly, <laughs> that's what I was fixing to say. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. The first stage of Shocker's plan is oh. Uh, Hayato actually has a job. <laughs> like, I forgot about that. <laughs> well, we've already established that this show will conveniently forget things like, oh, I don't know, that a certain uh, Japanese FBI agent is married. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> his wife has mysteriously vanished. Uh, did she like annul the marriage? Is it was like a Vegas wedding in Japan? You know, it's like she just annulled the marriage the next day. Uh, or did he have like the fastest divorce ever or something? I don't know. <laughs> it's like that episode of um of The Simpsons when they when with Poochie Poochie like my people need me, and then he just flies up off out of screen, and then then this, the cart the like handwritten note card comes up on screen says Pushi died on his way back to his home planet <laughs> yeah, basically actually i forgot i had a funny nickname for our kaijin of the week too i called him low rent tv rodan <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he has more yes He's not quite sent to Paris with his crazy laundry list of superpowers, but he's got a few things. So we've got, he has the magic mind control radio waves. He also has what I call bullet breath. Bullet breath. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he just shoots rockets out of his mouth. <laughs> for, because <laughs> it's tokusatsu it's common writer it's the 70s just do it and then <laughs> my favorite power of his is he breaks wind <laughs> you know what no no <laughs> no <laughs> I retract that rim shot. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So, so, but I, I, but then again, I've, I've, I've seen an anime where at least in the fan subs had a character who had wind powers and he did an attack and it was actually subtitled breaking wind. But I think the idea was that it was wind that broke things. <laughs> yeah. I love when he oh, just, Oh, that, that, I, I think it's in my awards. So we'll talk about when we get to my awards because, because yeah, when he summons, when he summons the power to, to, uh, to control the wind, to break the wind, uh, he, <laughs> he says some really funny stuff. And so anyway, um, so yeah, Shocker's plan is actually a pretty interesting one. I actually think it's a good plan because their idea was, well, the mind controlling Emmy thing I'm not so crazy about, but, but they, they use Emmy to replace Hayato's camera with a camera that will shoot a rocket or a bullet or something, some kind of thing uh, out. Tiny, they said it was a mini, they said it was a miniature rocket launcher, a miniature <laughs> rocket launcher. So that when he goes down to take a picture of the scientist, because this is his, this is Hayato's job. We all forgot it, but suddenly we remembered. So, oh yeah. So you need to go take a picture <laughs> of the scientist. Uh, the rocket will shoot out and heal and the, and it'll kill the scientist. And so not only will the, the scientist die, which is part of their plan, but also Hayato will get framed for it. And even if he fails to kill the scientist, he would still be classified as an attempted murder and an attempted assassination and he was put in jail yeah I, the funny thing is is they tried didn't they try this once already with taki <laughs> now that i think about it they're recycling a lot of plots <laughs> look it's it's what, what are we on episode 40 something it's like yeah at some point there were running 43 <laughs> we're running out of ideas <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. That's why we've had mind control for three episodes in a row. Yes. Yes. Uh, although the mind control, the mind control in this, I admit, is a little bit interesting because it doesn't seem to be quite absolute. When before we've had, you know, they put on the the goth eyeshadow and their base, their the the control is absolute. They're almost they're basically zombies. Mm-hmm. And this, it doesn't seem to be absolute because Emmy resists. She right. doesn't want to do the things, and when she resists, it hurts. So it's like they have to, they have to hurt her to base to force her into submission. And then we have a scene later because, okay, we already had them capture Hongo and mind control him to fight the hero. So what do we do next? Well, let's capture Taki. No, not Taki. Yeah, so we'll <laughs> capture Taki, and then he gets the goth eyeshadow. And there's a point where <laughs> it just made me laugh of like. You just—it's like you have that just out of spite, don't you? Because there's a—they take him out to the shocker shooting range, and they have a cardboard cutout. Common rider pop up. They have a common rider standee <laughs> just sitting there that they're shooting at for target practice. <laughs> for, them to sh- for target practice, like you just have that out of spite. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was great, and then, and then. Dr. Shinigami uh, tells Taki, he's like, shoot that. And he try, he points the rifle at him and says, eh, you can't pull the trigger, can you? So I'm like, okay, that's actually kind of interesting where Taki still has enough of his own will. They can at least point the gun at the bad guy, but he can't pull the trigger. Right. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you said, it seems like they're they're resisting, they're fighting it. So it's a little bit more nuanced kind of mind control than what we had in the last one, and we mm-hmm. will have in the future. And honestly, yeah. Well, and honestly, I think it's actually more terrifying because that mm-hmm. it, it it's one of those things where it's it's one of the things like I always thought about this with Titanosaurus and Terror of Mechagodzilla. Because like, how much how how aware is Titanosaurus? Right at that point, because he's not a violent creature, but the the alien invaders are making him a violent creature. And I'm just thinking, like, how horrifying would it be if he was co- mentally aware of everything, but he had no motor control whatsoever? Right, you're basically a passenger in your own body. How terrifying that would be! That would be the most horrifying form of mind control yeah. where it's just it's controlling your motor functions but not but not your mind mm-hmm. that is horrifying and i kind of wonder if there's a little bit of that going on here yeah because like i said there's some resistance yeah and i like that they do they mind control taki because in the last episode you know most of the the team rider had been mind controlled but taki wasn't one of them taki avoided the mind control in the last episode so he got his uh this episode (laughs) yeah i mean uh, at least we can give him that right yeah um we can at least give him that the plan though now once they mind control taki is to use him because apparently he's the best marksman in the FBI, even though we never see him yeah. use a gun any t- other time in the series. <laughs> and, Basically. And so they're going to use him to assassinate 
the the scientist who was uh who didn't get assassinated because the, the the plan the first plan failed but hayato yeah was in was in jail for the first assassination so then he, but but hayato does get released from jail and i love this moment because it, it's like a it's it's i i guess a lawyer I, I don't know some kind of some kind of person who's arguing on his behalf uh who uh, it's matt murdoch it's matt murdoch let's be honest exactly. it's matt murdoch i was thinking of the i was jesse because we again <laughs> at the time of recording one of the shocker one of the shocker <laughs> one of the shocker goons tries to throw a dagger at Tayato and matt murdoch catches it and he says how did you do that he said i'm a really good lawyer exactly because <laughs> at the time of recording i we both had just recently seen spider-man no way home spoilers sorry this episode comes out enough time away from it that that spoiler should be clear uh but yeah <laughs> exactly it was like japanese matt murdoch uh who got but but i love the explanation i love the explanation though that he convinces the police that it wasn't an assassination attempt. It was just a busted uh, bulb, like flash bulb, that uh, malfunctioning flash bulb that Hayato was using to take the picture. And it's like, um, there's a bullet hole in that guy's bag. Uh, <laughs> I don't think also- a light bulb would do that. <laughs> Also, if that's the case, you need to contact that camera manufacturer and get a recall right yes. now. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, I once I once had a digital camera where I swear to you, the flash bulb just went out completely because it literally exploded and sparked. And in the person that I took where I took it to the at a camera shop and said here this is what it's doing and i turned it on and said here watch it when it flashes and it it exploded it's like oh my gosh i've never seen that and then we tried to do it again and wouldn't do it again because it completely burned out right yeah <laughs> so there you go i i thankfully i was not aiming it at a rocket scientist at the time <laughs> so yeah so the the as much as i th- thought that like the idea of putting hayato in in jail and him spending like time in jail and having to like figure out a way to help everyone and save the day from behind bars would be a cool idea. It didn't really last long. It was like just like two minutes and then he was back out and you know, it was like basically well, there's a lot of things that just don't happen. Like normally when we have a guest star who is a, the target of shocker that week they actually play a much larger role in the story but like the rocket scientist and his son they're barely in this episode yeah yeah they really are they they you don't see them very much other than the few like just clips that you get whenever it cuts to them and cuts back to taki who's aiming the gun and cuts back to them in the car and it's just yeah it's it's really there's not much of them yeah so we we're told that they're important, but we barely see them. And, you know, we know that the scientist loves his dad and, but that's basically it. Yeah. The, yeah. The son, yeah. the son of the scientist loves, loves him. Yeah. And that's, that's, yeah, that's all we know. And that, and they, that he yeah. was bringing, that he was bringing a toy rocket to the kid. Uh, but that, that was the thing that got shot when, when the failed assassination attempt in the bag. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, which did which does set up the I would say I would say that you know the really sweet ending where Common mm-hmm. Rider leaves the kid a toy rocket that was cool, but yeah, it didn't have as much impact because we barely knew this Common Kenny and his dad and just right okay yeah um, and then there but go ahead well. I want to talk about a few of the kind of weird, even by this show's standards, kind of weird stylistic choices this episode made. Although, you know what I realized? We haven't had nearly as many wild cinematography and stylistic choices since Hongo left. Have you noticed that? Like, remember all the ridiculous, like, oh yeah, artsy camera angles and, yep. like, upside down Dutch angle David Lynch's uh, Death Ballet. We know, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, about yeah. It. <laughs> All that's I, I kind of miss it now, but you know, but we also haven't had chipmunk mode. But <laughs> oh yes, I am so glad that did, I forgot that was even a thing. Oh, you brought that back chipmunk to my mode? memory. Uh, oh. You're welcome. But no, uh, we have we have the token flying scene for Fodan, and it's the jitteriest ed- editing I have seen this side of Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what? Why did, what? Huh? And then, but then we had something that I thought, oh, this is different. I like this because we, we get a, a we get a, t- a ticking clock because right. they, they said, oh, they're going to assassinate this guy at noon. Mm-hmm. You know, Hayato figures that out. I was like, oh my gosh, it's, that happens in seven minutes. So he runs out, he gets on his motorcycle and he's, racing down the the road to to get to uh, to get to the guy before mm-hmm. noon okay and then they put a clock face they uh, they overlay it on the screen mm-hmm. and it's the hand is at five minutes to 12 and it's slowly moving and they have they play it i think it's ticking everything mm-hmm. so it, over this montage of hayato racing down the the road on his motorcycle and i'm like oh this would be really cool you know it could be like a little bit like 24 but before 24 it lasts for 30 seconds right yeah it doesn't last very long i was like you had a moment of brilliance episode you had a moment of brilliance and now it's over yeah something else that doesn't work i was a little sad (laughs) <laughs> something else that doesn't really work well um uh, apparently taki's not as good of a shot as they made him out to be because hayato while hayato does make it there by the time taki does take a shot at the car and misses here i'll no prize it for you he was resisting the mind control because we'd already seen that in a scene earlier Okay, moving on. <laughs> I'll accept it. Whatever. It's like at this point, I don't care. It, it, like this show is is what it is. It's it's silly. It's goofy. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Well, and then we we also had a moment because this has been a thing for the show for a while. This show loves jumping. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. The show loves jumping. And if it was just Common Rider, he's a grasshopper. I get it. But now everybody loves jumping in this show. 
and then we, we they love especially love doing the thing where common rider and one and the kaijin of the week or whatever will jump sometimes it's even a shocker goon that's the funny thing and they'll jump and they'll do something in midair when he does it with fodan i swear to you it looks like they're trying to have a like a waltz in midair <laughs> <laughs> with that camera angle. I'm just like, I was just like, Oh, cue the music. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I would have been totally for at the, if the, if that is actually what happened. And then, but then we get to the end of this. Well, hold on. while you, while you're, while we're talking about jumping, you know, you're talking about jumping and there's actually a little scene. I almost put it in my awards, but there's a little moment when uh common writers fighting off some of the shocker goons They're They're in this, like it's, it's a, it's a road that leads into a tunnel. So you've got the, the tunnel walls that are, they're leading into the actual tunnel uh, under the rock. So, so he, that's where they're fighting is right there. And there's a moment where he actually runs up to the wall and like does a Mario wall kick. He jumps on the wall yes. and bounces off of it and kicks one of the rider, one of the shocker goons. And I'm like, that's a mm-hmm. neat little touch that they didn't have to do, but just made it look a yep. tiny bit cooler. And I like that. Yeah, so- <laughs> I wrote that. I did have that down in my notes. Uh, it reminded me of the Matrix because Trinity does a move like that. Mm hmm. No, no, is it Trinity or no? It's Neo. Excuse me. Is it me. Neo? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the Matrix movies in a while, but but yeah, they the, yeah, it's just one of those little moments of like you didn't have to do this, but you you did it just to make it just a tiny bit better, like just add a little bit of flourish to it, and I like that. I appreciate that. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> And then we get, like I said, we get to the end of the episode. We, the, the Kaijin of the week gets, uh, gets the writer kick as you yep. do. But then we have the slow tumble down the hill and boom. Yep. <laughs> it, it, it went on so long that I'm like, is this like Monty Python? It's like you know, the like camera where death Lancelot march. is running at, <laughs> except it's the Fodan death tumble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's the Fodan death tumble. Oh, that needs to be the name of the episode. <laughs> Fodan breaks wind or Fodan death tumble. Hmm. You know what? Fodan death tumble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People will look at it like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. It was just, it was just such an odd choice. It's just like, why drag it out? <laughs> like I said, it's like Monty Python, you know, when, uh, in, in the Holy Grail, when Lancelot is charging at the castle. Yeah doesn't go quite on for that long but i'm just like what <laughs> it yeah. was just odd <laughs> so odd yeah and i think now might be a good oh wait wait i do want to there's one more thing just a little little note um did was it weird that they had to x-ray emmy's head to find out she had a thing stuck in her ear like it's not like doctors don't have tools that they can look inside your ear 
and see this what's is true. in your ear. <laughs> Why'd they have to x-ray her to see that it was in her ear? <laughs> because they made an x-ray prop and they needed to use it? It was such a weird little thing. Anyway, okay. Now yeah. is time for us to move to our awards. Yay! Uh, and first up, we have the Henshin Kick for the best fight or stunt scene. And I think we have the same one, just under a slightly different title, because I could have swore he said something different than the subtitle. Yeah, he, he probably did. I was just going off of the subtitle. Yeah, <laughs> but it's the same thing. He We have yet another move, even though we've had episodes around centered around Kamen Rider learning a new move, and then that move never gets used again. Right. Now, but this time yeah, he but, does Rider Flip Kick. Yeah, but I swear he says Rider Titan Kick. <laughs> like, I kind of like Titan Kick better, actually. But, but, but he flips. But yeah. He flips to do it. Yes. So Titans it's a flip, flip kick. Yeah, sure. Yeah, flip kick. But yeah, that's how he finishes off. The, our first kaijin the yeah. uh, the first my no like the first not even the first just one of several mind controlling kaijin yeah <laughs> that nearly as funny as fodan but uh, <laughs> 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 no fly man he finished a fly man right fly man <laughs> yeah pretty fly for a fly guy yeah, pretty yeah, but that was pretty cool. That that could have been an episode title too, but <laughs> it, does, it doesn't compare to Fodan's death tumble. But <laughs> anyway, then our next award <laughs> is Takatoku for the best special effect. And I had the the Fodan suit. Um, Fodan suit does actually look pretty cool. I, I as much as we've been comparing it to Rodan, I like it. I kind of I I don't fully agree with you on this. <laughs> I think this is the first oh, time okay. I might I might actually disagree with you on your award because I oh. think I think it looks I mean it's not as bad as some costumes we've seen in the show. We've definitely seen worse. Beetle woman. <laughs> right, exactly. Um Masasu Beetle. Um <laughs> <laughs> But nearly as funny as Masasabito, though. Not as funny as Masasabito. Um, but <laughs> I do not like it myself. My personally, I don't like it. I it, it's weird. It's like it's you know they got the long beak thing because it's like a pteranodon, and but yet it's got antennas on it's it. It's got antennae. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's that, that's where the mind control radio waves come from. It's weird. It's like a mix of pteranodon and manta ray, which which is funny because we already had ray king. Uh, like <laughs> what was the one? Uh, the the mole creature with the, with the antennae eyes. Oh yeah, I don't even remember, <laughs> but that one that yeah with the eyes that kept coming out and yeah, just but yeah, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of it, but I don't mean to I don't mean to poo poo all over your award. <laughs> I understand. My award um, is actually the exploding spit scene. Um, like like as 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 mean spirited as it seemed to just like blow up the maid for no reason. 
Um, there's also a few other, like the a few um, shocker goons that get exploded by the exploding spit from Flyman. Uh, yeah. The actual like effect is really cool because it is a it is a jump cut, but the jump cut there actually was seamless enough to where they disappeared in the explosion fairly fairly well to where you almost couldn't even tell it was a jump cut. Like it was, it was pretty mm-hmm. convincing for, you know, 1970s mm-hmm. effect and, and you having to use mm-hmm. in camera type, you know, effects and stuff. Um, so yeah, I just, I, mm-hmm. I really liked that whole thing and it, and it is, it's nice to and refreshing to get, uh, something besides dissolving effects. <laughs> yes. Thank you. And now we have coming at you for the best line. I have one and then a runner up. Uh, my winner actually goes to the one of the writer girls goes to Yuri when referring to the 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 mother who bought stock in a river in Egypt. She says she's creepy, but her coffee is excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the irony is that it turns out to be drugged. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. they really get into it. <laughs> That, that coffee, oh, it's the best coffee. It's really delicious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let it t- taste this coffee. <laughs> oh, the coffee. Oh, my gosh, the coffee. And then, my uh, but my runner-up is... Because <laughs> you hear it all the time. I I gave it to... You know, so I have to acknowledge Flyman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, my my Kamenacha award. I, I I hinted at it earlier. It's when when Fodan summons up the power to like throw wind and 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 create wind storms with his wings. He says the line, "Feel the force of my wind." <laughs> it is <laughs> the funniest thing I have heard in a while. <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of uh speaking of funny let's go to wth what the headshed for the craziest moment all right we've talked we i intentionally worked around it but i flipped out again you could never do this now <laughs> but that shot of goth kid goro whipping out a knife that Jason Voorhees would envy (laughs) holding it, holding it next to his face. Like he's posing for a slasher horror movie poster (laughs) with the crazy eyes and murderous intent. I'm just like, what am I watching? Cause the knife just comes out. And then next to him is Emmy. Who's doing the same Uh thing. Yes. Yes. It's so good. They I, just, know, just like, I, I was just I, I am I was not prepared for this. <laughs> this child is about to murder a man. I just does anyone realize how dark this is? Do you realize how dark this is, show? <laughs> it's children of the shockhorn too. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. <laughs> or is it children at this point is it children of the shockhorn three? I just I can't keep track of with all the mind control. <laughs> so much. So much. 
Okay. Uh, my WTH, what the Henshin Award. So there's a scene where Hayato goes to Emmy's apartment to talk to her because she's she they they say she hasn't been acting like herself this is when she's being mind controlled by by a fodan and he goes to her bedside and is talking to her but he's slowly putting the pieces together and realizing uh yeah and by the way by the way she has the girliest <laughs> bedroom you've pink, ever seen pink foofy girly bedroom but she does have the evil eyeshadow on so he should have he should have known but then she just while he's putting the pieces together she out of nowhere whips out this gun and all I could think was Emmy's got a gun <laughs> The when I saw it in your notes, I thought the same undone. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make that reference if you didn't. <laughs> Kimmy's got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, oh man. Oh, <laughs> it was just this, oh. like, just, and it, it's this most, just, like you said, it, it's such a it's such a juxtaposition. This she's pulled out this just really aggressive pistol in the middle of this big pink foofy you know room with all the <laughs> the fluffy pillows and the blankets and everything. <laughs> that might have been the intention, but it's a little funny. <laughs> it's funny, yeah. It's really funny. It was such a what the henshin moment for me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And with that, we'll move on to Minute Tension It. This is the segment where we give our final thoughts on the episodes we've covered in one minute or less. Since I w- you went first last time, Travis, would you like me to go first this week? Sure. All right, here we go. On your mark, get set, go. So, my gosh, the show, uh, this show is recycling plots like Captain Planet recycles garbage at this point. So, (laughs) (laughs) I is, oh my gosh, (laughs) because we're getting this, but now they're doing it multiple episodes in a row and I'm like, you can't do the same shtick this often. Now I'll give them credit. They did a different spin on it by doing the more nuanced mind control in this episode, but it's still the same thing, okay? Dr. Shinigami is officially the proto-Sentai villain where he's just doing the same thing every episode now. (laughs) Instead of make my monster grow, it's look into my eyes. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's all I got. <laughs> I've run out of time. <laughs> uh, all right, Travis, you ready? Yes. All right, on your mark, get set, go. Listener, you will obey me. You will subscribe to Hinshin Min. You will leave us a five star rating. 
you will leave a review for us to read out on the podcast. That's all I've got. It's mind control, dude. Like mind control. Like that. What else is there to say? It is constantly mind control. Mind control. Mind control. Mind control. There's more mind control to come next week. Oh, and for many, many more weeks after that, I'm guessing. <laughs> Congratulations, you've read half the credits. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, in case you didn't understand that part and my mind control didn't work on you uh we'll just say thank you for listening to the henshin men a tokusatsu appreciation podcast you can find links to all of our social media in the description of this episode you can listen to more of me on the kaiju weekly podcast and listen to more of nathan on the monster island film vault as well as the power trip podcast which is coming very soon if you found some enjoyment from this podcast, consider giving us a five-star rating on iTunes. And until next time, what are we going to say, Nathan? Join us next week for more adventures of Henshin 10. <laughs>